Hey, you know what I believe? I believe that every single person can make a difference and that we all have something amazing to offer the world. I believe in standing up for what matters and in putting one foot in front of the other. I believe courage is way more important than confidence and I'm addicted to seeing people break through what they once thought they couldn't. And that's why I started this podcast. I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to know that anything's possible and I want you to find the courage to stand up and do your thing. Everything's waiting for you. You just have to believe it's possible. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast and here is where your courageous life starts. Hey there. Well, today we are talking to the amazing Caitlin Grigsby. She is a local uh, Gippsland powerhouse and doing running her own business, but doing amazing things for the community. So without further ado, I think let's just get straight into it and hear from Caitlin. So just dropping this in here as an after edit, uh, when I recorded the intro, I talked about the coronavirus and how some of the episodes a couple of the episodes had been recorded prior to that happening and this is one of them so Caitlin does talk about an event which has now been cancelled or at least postponed so let's get on with it okay so Caitlin how are you going I am good thank you so much for talking to me oh it's an oh, I love talking to you actually <laughs> I will call you Kate because that's what your friends call you and yeah we're mates so I yeah. guess it's just Kate but uh, this is Caitlin Grigsby I've got on the phone, or Kate, and an absolute amazing human being. And when I first contacted Kate about being on the podcast, she said, me, why me? I haven't done anything great. Well, I'll let you guys be the judge of this, but uh, she has done some amazing stuff and really gotten off the bench. And as we know, that's what the podcast is about, and I really, really admire anybody who sees something that needs to happen or does something because they want it to happen and actually gets off their butt and gives it a crack. So that's what um, Caitlin's done many times. So we'll talk about a few things. But um, first of all, I just want to, uh, you, one of the things you were working in, tell us where you were working and then now what you're doing in your work where I was working um so I've done a number of roles um I predominantly have done HR across Gippsland and overseas the past decade or so and um I'm really blessed last year I took the leap took a bit of a leap of faith and took my little side hustle and um, established a company doing HR for small businesses and non-profits or community groups so um Often I'm I'm there when the proverbial hits the fan and, and that's when a business needs some help. But uh, essentially I do all the in-house HR stuff for the little businesses that might not have the privilege of the budget or a HR person on their staff. And so when you – that's a very valuable service, by the way, because there's a lot of um, smaller businesses that, as you said, don't have the budget. You know, the big ones – I've just got somebody sitting there waiting to do the work. But yeah. um, And the other thing is too, when you're small and you you don't have a person, it's always a big leap for them too to bring yeah. somebody in and hand everything over to them and trust them. So you're obviously building really lovely relationships with people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> and so when you said you took the leap of faith, 
Mm. How much were you pooping your pants when you did that? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Made a mess, mate, I'll tell you. Um, I I knew, you know, we women aren't very good at celebrating ourselves, and as you know, and mm. I have known that I have a strength in this and that I could add value in this space for a long time, especially in Gippsland. But I just wouldn't put a bet on myself for some reason, and it was – um. It was my wife that sat me down and said, you, you know, you're miserable sitting where you are. Get off your backside and give it a shot. And if it fails miserably, then get back to work in something that's easier, but you've got to try. And it's just the best thing mm. I've really ever done. I'm, I've never been so tired in my life, but um, <laughs> it's just the most incredible work I've ever done. And um, it's going very well. I'm really proud. So, yeah, my little company's full circle HR and business and I have a wonderful full-time business manager, another incredible Gippsland woman I'm very proud of. And, yeah, I based myself in Warrigal, so a bit of a shift for me from the Latrobe Valley, but um, I'm very proud. You know, I'm really proud. We're working really hard and doing really good things. That's fantastic. And it's you, you're right about the self-doubt, and, and women are terrible at, at oh. celebrating themselves and, you know, yeah. uh, putting something out there because, you know, the fear of rejection, the fear of criticism, the fear of failure. And, yeah. uh, you know, women are so good at actually, once they get past that, they're so good at succeeding in what they set out oh, to do. Oh, 100%. It's, um, 100%. It's just this barrier that, that people have to push through. And it's I'm so glad you did because and you, there, there will be so many companies that you're working with, and I already know this for a fact, that uh, are so blessed to have you and so thankful that you're doing it. And it's kind of like you, you know, you feel like, oh, but who's going to want me? You know, I'm not that good. There's other people that are better than me. You know, we tell, tell ourselves all this imposter syndrome stuff. But yep. we have to look at it differently. Like um, if I'm not doing that thing that I'm supposed to be doing, people are missing out. You know, people are actually... Great not getting a, a great service simply because I'm not stepping up, you know, and it's, that's it's so a true. really, really hard thing to swallow. Yeah, it yeah. is true, and but it's really hard to really believe that and, and to take that, that leap and everybody's scared of failing. Everybody's scared oh, of failing. But 100%. The, the great entrepreneur, yeah, the, and the great entrepreneurs in life, the formula is, you know, Fail, failure plus a cup of courage mm. equals success. You know, you, you that's, simply can't. That's 100% the truth and that's the best way to put it. it and is. what's been really surprising for me is um, how many women CEOs, women senior managers are the ones that I'm working with and, and credit to those that are opening the door for them to ask for help and, and permission to pursue yeah. support. And But um, it's an extraordinary thing that the, the women in particular that I'm working with are capable, fabulous, incredible, impressive women. And oftentimes half my job is getting them to realise that. Mm. And when they do, the light comes on and it's beautiful. Oh, it's unreal. We can change the world. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> not, well, we're not going to man bash in this podcast, but it's true. No, it is not true. at all. And look, there's many men no. opening the door and starting those conversations, yeah. you know, that, and that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. And I credit them. I really do. Yeah, I agree. The old, the days of boys clubs is just, it's so far gone. It's just not, oh, gosh, it's all yeah. competition, but now we need to, 
work with in collaboration with everybody and you know build everybody's strength so i reckon that's a, a wonderful thing you're doing you said in there that uh you know your wife said to you what are you going to do come on you know mm. get up so there's this really great saying and it's kind of like well on your deathbed are you going to look back and regret not trying or are you going to regret you know like what are you going to think when you get to your deathbed and and it's kind of of course i'm going to regret not trying it if i don't try it and okay so try it yeah but what if i fail well what's plan b well plan b is i can just go back to the work i was doing so what's the problem like that's the truth just just go you know it it really is it's just just give it a crack you know if you've got a job you can go back to or you've got a field you can go back to get out and do your new thing now um Malia, your beautiful wife. Yes. Um, you you got off the bench and tied the knot. Oh, we did. We did. Look, we we got married um before the vote. Um, we made a really conscious decision, respectfully to community, but um had a lot of our friends postponing marriage uh, to support community. We actually thought it needed to be visible. You know, we had a really deep yeah. conversation about, you know, let people see, let people be a part of it, let people understand that this is normal, par for the course, just love. Um, so, yeah. you know, we had a beautiful wedding here in Gippsland and um, it wasn't legal. That was the hard part. But um, immediately after, we headed over to Hawaii and her best friend on the back of a restaurant menu married us in Hawaii where it was legal. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, so we're very lucky. No, I think that's really, really wonderful. And it's, um, I agree with you that it, that it's not legal. Well, it wasn't then. And it's, uh, I think there's a lot of people who don't realise the ramifications of that. You know, they say, who yeah. cares? You know, but it does matter. And it, it's, yes. it, it particularly matters for legal reasons and for insurance yeah, reasons and all sorts of things. And that was why. That was why. Well, there's been so many people left in the lurch, hasn't there, you know, in the past that, um, and been kicked out of situations simply because it hasn't been legal. So, so again, you've gotten off the bench ahead of time. And oh, look, thank you. No, look, how can you not though? Like, you know, I, I've never really spoken about it outwardly, but um, for us, we sat down one night and there was an article that came out on social media about a wife um, who was returning from work and got a phone call from her, sorry, her her girlfriend at the time. Um, and they'd obviously not been able to marry in the US and um, her girlfriend was calling her to say the house is flooding and um, sadly she had to listen to her girlfriend drown in, in the basement of her house. Oh. She got stuck. And I think the thing that really cracked us, that really made us go, no, that's enough, um, was when the the girlfriend was refused entry into the ambulance and into the hospital room to say goodbye. And um, it hit us at that time. I said, Malia, you know, we have no rights. We have no rights. If I am sick, um, you know, we are just unprotected. Um, so we mm. really wanted that legality and made the investment and went overseas because I wanted Malia provided for if something ever happened to me. Yeah, yeah. No, mm. and, and rightly so. It's rightly Thanks. so. There's, yeah, I, I always say with that kind of stuff, you know, there's um, if the people who are complaining about it are the – you know, they will say, oh, they're gay people, they're sick, and, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm. Well, I kind of reckon the people that are, are whinging about it are sick because 
Mm. What are you doing thinking about what two other people are doing in their bed? Thank you. Yes. Yes, it's disturbing. <laughs> and it really yeah. is. Like, what are you doing thinking about that? You know, so for me, that, that's my stance on it is uh, I know who's bloody sick in the head. But anyway, let's uh, yeah. get, get on with it because otherwise, you know, people send me hate mail. But that's okay. <laughs> um, now, with, <laughs> with um, and Malie's been a great support for you. So the, the next thing I want to talk about, about you getting off the bench is the Bride Gala. And there had yes. never been anything like this in Gippsland. And you really uh, took the lead on this. And you, when you, I, I came to it, it was fantastic. You got up there and you said, I couldn't do it without my beautiful wife supporting me. So, um, so true. But tell us about how you got that going and, and how you panicked about that and how <laughs> it was incredible. Oh, uh, look, it was, um, really a highlight of my life you know that's a gravestone moment I'm proud of um but you know I can't take credit I, I went to my roller derby club at the time and said there's nothing you know there's nowhere there's not one day there's not one day that we can all connect wear what we want do what we want be with our loved one in safety and 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 have a really joyous kind of experience and um the Derby Club backed me a hundred percent, and together what we achieved far surpassed what we hoped. Um, so last year the gala, you know, we thought a hundred people might rock up, uh, but nearly four hundred, you know, came to Ladner Park, wow. and we had an extraordinary time. Yourself and Nikki were there, and um, it was just a very special, emotional thing. And on the back of it, you know, we sat and had a conversation as a club, and went, "Well, that was bigger than we thought." You know, there were two other parts to it, and. This tiny little country roller derby club hosted the first, you know, roller derby pride cup in the country and and a community forum and all of that. Um, but, you know, to come off the back of it and basically sit as a club and say, hold on, this is bigger than us and it's really not for a roller derby club to carry this responsibility. Um, I think the beautiful thing that came out of it was that the Gippsland Pride Initiative was born and now can carry on and do this even if we just did that you know there's one day one night where we can all be safe and connect and celebrate um you know carefree um and I'm really proud I'm really proud of that but you know full credit to the roller derby club what what we were able to do together you know that cost 70 grand to hold that event and they made it happen and it was brilliant thank you that you had a, and a lot of high profile um acts came as well and that you know that oh we were fortunate yeah yeah that shows the support you know that shows that people are really valuing what you're doing and you know uh, it's um it, it was a great night and it's so good that it's uh, going to continue you know every year Thank well you. let's hope it does anyway here's hoping we'll have a decent crack at it i'll tell you uh, well that's you know that's the thing isn't it, it it's uh you just keep having a crack at it like we yeah. we Nikki and I do, uh, you know, run the Girls with Hammers conferences. and Yes, you do. I've been to two of them. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed yourself. <laughs> yes, I have. What you're doing is incredible. No, well, thank you. But it's, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in five years, but it, sure. it might fizzle out, but we hope it doesn't. But I think you've just got to, you've just got to step up every year and, um, yeah, you know, give give what you think is needed and um, hope, th hope that people respond to it. and. Well, it works. You know, you leave something like that and you feel like your cup's been refilled. And if that's the thing you achieve for women, that's a pretty incredible thing. Yeah, I agree. Another thing 
that you have jumped up and done is your, your love for animals. And I, I see that you recently gave your house to a sanctuary. Yes, yes, we did. Oh, look, I can't even take credit for that. My beautiful wife is the animal warrior, um, always has been, will always and forever be. Um, but we had this very humble little house in Trafalgar and uh, it was very special to the family. It was where they had their last days with their mum and, you know, we had big conversations around the dinner table that, you know, we needed to build. It wasn't going to be possible for us to renovate and we wanted to stay there forever. We've got Kerry next door with a gate in the middle. So we basically have this incredible family street and um, didn't want to move. And, look, demolition wasn't an option for us and we put it up and um, had a connection that owns and runs Big Sky Animal Sanctuary in Streslecki, so just out the other side of Lardna. Um and, and and this is a you know a women's run sanctuary you know for animals you know that they have rescued it's an extraordinary operation um and when they said yep we'll take it um you know to see a photo last week of the house being stumped up there and set up that house can now be used for them to resource their volunteers and they have volunteers come from all over the world but you know they do it unfunded totally independent at their own cost in every measure um you know mm. it cost us nothing to not de demolish our house to be honest so as much as it's a lovely thing to do you know it was a selfish thing to do as well and and it's a lovely thing to see it up there it's really special to us yeah mm. that's really good I don't think it's selfish I think that you know I, I hear what you're saying but there's a lot of people who um probably wouldn't even think to that level who just who just probably wouldn't think it wouldn't even cross their mind that I could donate my house to something. but And and like you said, uh, it's such a blessing to them. So it's the simplest of acts, isn't it? The simplest, it is. simplest of decisions that make such a massive difference to so many people. And we often think that it's not a, not a very big thing, it's not a very big decision, it's not a very big act that I'm doing, but uh, for the receiver, it can be absolutely massive. And this is such a... Such a um, imperative reason why if you've got an idea or if you've got a project or you have got a thought in your mind and you know you think that'd be good and then you think no it wouldn't I say yes it would be good you know mm -hmm. just give it a go because somebody somebody is waiting for you to do your thing you know somebody is waiting for what you've got to give beautifully said ah. Anyway, I'm so happy with you because I'm a big animal rights advocate and uh, yes you know when I see people like you doing that I I don't see it small and selfish. I see it big and massive and open-hearted, and I just think, "Oh my God, this is so beautiful!" You know, it's really, really beautiful for you, for you to do that. So I'm and proud of you. I don't know if that matters to you, but I'm proud of you. No, it does very much. Don't ever cut that statement down. You should always tell people when you're proud of them. So I'm going to take that and say thank you. Yes, we should tell people more often, and people should accept it more often too. It's not a very yeah. um, we're not good at that. We're notoriously not good at that. <laughs> we are bad at that, actually. And it, it, it's, it's, you know, I remember uh, the, well, Ronan Keating brought the song out later, but Garth Brooks originally sang it. And actually, I think there was someone before him, but the, the first time I heard, it, heard this song, Garth Brooks was singing it, and it is um, If Tomorrow Never Comes. Yes. And, you know, it's such a, it took me probably 20 times listening to that before I couldn't cry, before I didn't cry when I was listening to it. 
And the, the thing that it says, um, so tell that someone that you love just what you're thinking of, you know, mm -hmm. tomorrow never comes. And it was that song that made me think, I'm going to tell people what I think. I don't care. Thank you know, we, you. You know we, if we, it's so good, isn't it? Like we, we, we think, oh, I really like somebody and I don't mean sexually, you know, I just really like somebody and I think they're wonderful and I, and I feel something for them. You know, I really love them. They're really beautiful. But we don't say it because we fear that somebody's going to go, oh, you know, what do you want? Or So the truth. It is. Or I fear rejection. I fear that you won't accept it. You know, I, I fear that if I put that to you, it's not going to be reciprocated. Uh, this is a big thing for me, really big thing for me. Um, my grandmother was a very proud Gippsland woman and she was a real big ass kicker. I just loved her to pieces. And she said two her. things to me. Thank you. Um, she said two things to me. The first was um, be gracious in taking a compliment because it took someone effort to give it. Um, and I, I just love that. And and the second thing was exactly that. I can't believe you mentioned Ronan Keating. So she was obsessed with Notting Hill <laughs> and Ronan Keating. And she yeah. loved that song. And she's like, you know, you get to live once. You get to do this one time over. And um. I, I've had the hardest lesson in that I've, I've definitely lost a big love of my life and he was really young before Malia and um, he was 31. He dropped and had a heart attack and he was gone from my world. And I am I am thankful to him only in that in losing him, it's actually made me really fearless in telling people how I feel about them and how proud I am of them. And you kind of, you'd be the same, Karen. You get a, a weird look like, why are you saying that nice thing to me? And and it's like, well, you know, I'll get hit by a bus tomorrow and you'll remember how I made you feel. But, And I'm battling my, my, my employee, you know, at the moment because it takes so long to build women up, especially, but people in general, to actually take a bloody compliment. So I'm going to stick to it till the day I die. And I think you and I are on the same page like that. Absolutely. I'm sticking to it too. It's, and it's uh -huh. you know, if we, if we, the, the, when I realized that it was the most freeing thing ever, mm -hmm. you know, that you don't need to Agreed. have something reciprocated and, and you say it without any expectation of it being returned. It is the most beautiful feeling. And yeah. you, you don't even wait for, you don't even wait for a reaction. You just say it, you mm -hmm. know, and it feels great. And if we do this more often, if we tell people how we feel, tell people we love them. Like there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I, yes. Caitlin, I love you. Thank you, gorgeous. Are you going to say? Are you going to say it back? Like, no. Yeah, you're a bit all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's but we we need to do it. We really need to do it. And it's yes. uh, anyway. So that's a great conversation. I reckon we could have a whole podcast on that one. But we'll we'll keep moving yes. because uh, I want to talk about the the one other thing is you were just recently. I'm I'm going to screw this up, but I'm going to give it a bash, right? Right, go for you it. You got a, you were accepted into the LGBTQI state government leadership program. How did I go? Well done. You did that so well. Yes, I did. <laughs> well done. Yeah, no, I was very fortunate. Um, look, there's been this program initiated by the Equality Branch of the Department of Premier, and um. I could not understand why on earth the universe would put me there, but I'm so grateful it did because, you know, the commissioner's kind of mission, I suppose, is to build an army of queer leaders across, you know, the state, the country. And 
Um, it's open doors. It means what we're trying to do is connect regional people like me who might not feel like what we're doing is big impact, but connecting with the resources and the people and the others trying to do the same bloody thing. And, and instead of us all recreating a wheel, we we can kind of leverage off each other. Um, so I just finished that at the end of last year and it was just extraordinary, just, just a massive privilege. And I was fortunate to do the Gippsland Community Leadership Program before that. And I credit that with it changing my life. So um, I'm, I'm trying really hard to welcome opportunities like that, but it's really bloody hard. Uh, well, you, and you just you just did it again. You said, oh, and I didn't know for the life of me why I was part of that. But, Caitlin, you are a recognised leader in the Gippsland community. You, you are, and I don't, think, I don't think you see that. Well, maybe sometimes you see it and then sometimes you doubt it, but you definitely are. Sometimes, some days. We we all do well. We all doubt it. We all have our imposter syndrome days, don't we? But you you are definitely a leader in the community, and uh, I think you're well well deserving of that role. And I'll, I'll tell you a funny story when when you talked about uh, Roe. So we're talking about you know Roe Allen, the commissioner of now. I never get I never get it right. Gender and sexuality. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you're here because I would have really mucked that up. But when you had your gala and, you know, the, and I don't know why you did this, but you you put Nikki and I on the table of VIPs and <laughs> uh, we were very, very humbled. It was wonderful. But uh, let me tell you a funny story. I, Ro came up and, you know, introduced herself to, to, to us and she said, oh, my, my name's Ro. And I said, ah, oh, Ro. <laughs> Aren't you somebody important? <laughs> Did she tell you? No, I love that. Did you hear about this? Uh, <laughs> said, aren't you somebody important? And the response I got was, uh, well, I'm your commissioner. And I went, oh, okay, yeah, good. Okay. <laughs> and Nikki just elbowed me like, are you I kidding? Nikki. I can't believe you just did that. And <laughs> she's so good. No, so it was really great. So Ro and I are mates now and, you know, we both we both thought that was a really great moment. That's so cool. But this is the whole point. That's so perfect. Um, Ro, I don't think Ro even realises their power. Like it's not about the role that they were appointed to or anything. It's, it's their manner with people. Ro just has this way of, you know, allowing you to ask stupid questions and make mistakes and, and, but they open doors for people in in the most wonderful way, and um and their wife Kay is just as just as influential in community, and it's um it's really important that role exists. So I'm very thankful for Ro, very thankful. It was well, what a what a beautiful human being, and and what a what an amazing moment. And you're exactly right. It was just that moment of. Oh, I screwed up. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. This is beautiful. You know, it was just. No, I don't. <laughs> it was wonderful. So, um, you know, I love that story. And uh, Nikki and I often joke about that. And Nikki just rolls I'm going to give him hell about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nikki's like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. And I'm like, oh, well, I love know, it's it. one of those things. <laughs> oh, dear. So, the gala, is it, you're definitely having that again this year? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. We're already well into the thick of it all. So, um, the next gala is on May 23rd, so the week of Ida Hobbit, which is International Day Against Homophobia, Biphobia, Trans and Interphobia. Um, Why do you remember that? It's really, really big um, that we continue. Yeah, it's a mouthful. Um, look, this year um, 
what we're trying to do is mirror what was done last year and make sure that wherever we can, there's at least an annual activity that's a, an excuse to frock up in whatever way feels beautiful for you. And, and look, it's hard. It's really hard at the minute for a lot of Gippslanders, really he- feeling the bushfire and the impact right across the region. Mm. And, um, but where we've tried really hard, you know, there's no, there's no profit orientation in this. Um, the gala exists simply to exist and be available to any, you know, LGBTQI community members from Gippsland and beyond. And, but, you know, we're in the thick of it at the moment. We've, we've got an incredible, you know, lineup. We're trying to really shock and awe and make it something special. And I'm hoping that you and Nikki are coming. We're coming. Good. So it's, yeah, May 23rd at Lardner Park again this year. Um, and, yeah, you know, we'll look at that after this year and see if it's something that travels or something that stays there. Or, But, um, yeah, May 23rd, right after the Roller Derby Pride Cup that's being hosted there again that day, um, huge, huge developments on the gala front. It's going to be very special. Fantastic. And where can people get tickets for that? So via Facebook, um, the Gippsland Pride Initiative uh, is on Facebook. We have our web page up, GippslandPrideInitiative.com, but it's a it's a bit of a long uh, word, so jump onto Facebook and there's links to that. Um, there's early bird ticketing at the moment, so it's about $75, which is, you know, below cost. And um, But, you know, we, we really want to see numbers bigger than last year and really, really call for demand of this. And um, I, I, I'm looking forward to you coming again. I think you'll get a real kick of it, kick out of it. No, I can't can't wait. It was wonderful. I'll see who else I can, you know, make myself look yes. an idiot too, yeah. But that's <laughs> I think oh, it'll be wonderful. Be like that. One of my favorite photos from the gala is you on the dance floor. It's just one of my absolute <laughs> favorite photos of you ripping it up. It's just oh, it's exactly what it's about. I was um putting the Sufi dervishes to shame, wasn't I? <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Oh dear. Well, I'll see if I can outdo that this year. And and so, uh, t- tell us also where we can people can look up your HR business. Oh, thank you. That's so supportive. Thank you. Um, my business is Full Circle HR. I'm in Warrigal, so I've got a little office above the Gazette in Warrigal. I've got a great little space. Um, but I'm available via Facebook, Full Circle HR and Business Services. Or um, our web page will be built very soon by a local uh, Gippsland business. So uh, it's just been a fair run the past few months. We did not expect it to take off in the way that it has. So I'm feeling very privileged and, and blessed to be working with some really cool Gippsland and Melbourne organisations. So, yeah, it's a bit of a hard slog at the moment. Got a few things on the plate. No, but that's good. And so... Yeah. So when it when the website's up, we'll uh, ho- I'll hopefully add it to the show notes. But the you, you're saying that you didn't expect it to kick off, and it did. And what apart from all the fear, you know, and all that pushing through now, what's when you think about the relief of it, or the the celebration of it, or you know, what's great about it? What what is that like? How does that feel for you? Oh, my goodness. Look, it's always been the dream to run my own business and a lot of people, you know, that will listen to this are much the same and you are too. You know, you're a small business mm-hmm. owner. You've only got yourself to earn an income and that's quite scary. Um, mm-hmm. But then, I, you know, I hired a person, this incredible person, Kat, um, you know, and then all of a sudden you're responsible for another person and it's 
it's like, oh, yeah. God, goodness, this is this is really significant. So there's a fear about just making sure you can provide that it, that it does end up being viable. Um, mm. I think the other fear is you hit on it earlier, it's about trust. Um, yeah. What I do is I go in sometimes to a business on their worst day and they're frightened and um, they aren't clear on how to get themselves out of a murky mess or how to make something better or how to build a policy and it's not the most fun work sometimes but it's important work. Um, mm. So, yeah, there's fear. You want to make sure that you build someone's trust, that you, you're worth your salt and you prove you prove your validity and I, I'm, I'm hoping that that's what I'm doing and I feel that that's what I'm doing but, um, yeah, there's a lot of different things that are frightening about being a small business owner and especially when you are the product. Yes, and that is a real hard thing for people yeah. to deal with. And it's, it's I've had challenges. You know, it's if, if I'm yeah. the product, you know, it's uh, and there's days when you don't want to be the product, and there's days yes. when you don't want to behave yeah. like the product you're selling. You know, because life's frustrations and stuff, and it's very, it's very yeah. hard. And for me, you know, it's well, I'm I'm always going to be edgy, and I'm always going to be tell it like it is and kick your ass. So I'm lucky that that represents how I am in real life, Do, you know, but there are days when... That's helpful, yeah. It's helpful for me. <laughs> There's days when I don't want to be politically correct. You know, I'm I'm really angry with things that have, that have happened and, uh, you know, I'm always challenged by, oh, my God, if I say this, is it going to upset my business? Mm -hmm. And, you know, but at mm -hmm. the end of the day, I think it's you've got to be, you've got to be loyal to who you truly are. And I think people... Great. Which which will be happening with you? People are attracted to you and employ you simply because of your authenticity and that they can trust you. So I appreciate that. It's it's so important, you know. But but what do you think? What what do you think of the blessings of owning your own business? Uh, in one one example is my favourite. Um, I love that I was able to give an opportunity to another person that my business grew enough that I could sustain an opportunity for someone with totally untapped potential. So Kat's a local woman, totally doesn't recognize her power and how wonderful she is. And she has carried me through, you know, difficult months. We've had our house and a whole bunch of things. And, you know, she's turned up in whatever way. She has turned up every day, ass off the bench mm -hmm. and really, really been there for me um, and kept my business running. And and I watch her evolve over the past few months when you have someone telling you that you're doing a great job and that positive reinforcement. You know, anyone that doesn't believe how much that impacts you, I can watch her every day shine a little bit more and it's a real privilege. Um, it's probably been mm -hmm. my favourite part of running the business and, you know, that, that kind of flows over to my clients. They're feeling the confidence that she's growing and I'm working, like I said, with a lot of women and if we can build up some really extraordinary women to realize their power, then that's amazing. And even and the gentlemen that are engaging my business, they're frightened. And if I can provide a safe space for them to be frightened and ask stupid questions without recourse, well, then I think I'm doing something good. You know, that feels good. I, I agree. Yep. And you sleep really well. And when I get to sleep, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. I don't have that problem. I hit the pillow and two minutes I'm out. So <laughs> I'm very lucky. But but there's so many rewards in, in you know, having your own business or kickstarting whatever it is that you really want to do. So I really want to inspire people to, you know, to hear your story and to hear the story of others and Thank you. to just, just believe in themselves and give it a crack. And worst case, if it fails, who cares? 
either go back to what you were doing and go back to the drawing board and then give it another go or just say at least I tried you know the only failure is actually not trying in the first place so a hundred percent that's so it's so true I love what you've done absolutely love it I love that I get to call you my friend I think this is you know it's beautiful thank you right back at you thank you and I'm really glad that you uh, agreed to come on the podcast because I want people to see uh, the the amazing things people are doing. One, I want to support people who are doing amazing things, but I also want people to uh, resonate with stories to believe that they can do it too. Thank so you. it really means a lot to me that you've shared all of that. I think what you're doing is very, very important, and I'm really I feel very privileged that you you know you've spent some time talking to me because you know we need to hear each other. We need we need visibility yeah. of each other and. Um, you know, I, it's funny when you wrote to me, I thought, why on earth is Karen Vaughan writing to me? Cause I, I look at you in, in this way that if I can just be that active or if, if I can just be that engaged, um, you know, just don't underestimate the one person that's listening and watching what you're doing because it's, it fills my cup and it makes me just try a little bit harder. And, um, it was a real privilege to be on this with you. Wow. Well, thank you so much. I, I really take that to heart and really that's how I feel about you. And it's it's funny because I always think about that. I always think, you know, I'm just a rambling nutcase sometimes. Do you know, on, on Facebook I get a little bit wild at times and I think that um, I'm, I'm not doing the right thing. But then there's always people who send messages saying, you've inspired me to do this. And it, it we, we, yes. don't, we don't stop to think who, who we're impacting. And it's important, and particularly when we're being authentic, people are really taken by that and people are like, I can be like that, I can do that, you know, I can do this and I can do that. But um, it, and we don't realise how other people are seeing us and I see you as an incredibly active person in the community. So, And you, you wouldn't have known that thank I saw you. that unless I said it. So, No, no, thank you. <laughs> we don't get enough time to have these coffee chats, do we? But anyway. Amen to that. <laughs> I know. Well, thank you so much for being part of this. And I really, really, really hope you just keep kicking goals because you kick them with gusto. Mm. You've 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 said something in this podcast that's made me think, oh, I called this Get Off the Bench and I wrote the book Get Off the Bench, but you said ass off the bench and it's like, oh man, why didn't I call it that? I think I think yours is probably the better wording, I'll be honest. But no, um, I, I think, you know, you've really hit the nail on the head, you know, especially in Gippsland. What we need now is to stop talking and start doing. Yeah. Um, and I think that, that, you know, what you're suggesting is exactly that. So, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely 100% behind your movement. I think there should be a hashtag, get off the bench. So you let me know and I'll absolutely be the first to share it. Well, well, I, I put it on all my Instagram things, so you'll have to start doing it. Good. Yeah, good. Yep, <laughs> I'm on to it. And are you on Instagram, your uh, your business? Look, I am personally. I haven't even had a moment to build my web page, so um, I will certainly be on to that with a bit of help from Gipstech, thank goodness. So um, <laughs> I will be on to that very soon. Sorry, I'm just pushing you too fast, aren't I, and too hard. That's uh no, it's just shocking, Karen. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. What am I doing? I'm doing my job and that's crap. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll get there. I promise I'll catch up. Oh, no, you, you're doing brilliantly. All right, well, we go, we'll wrap it up and uh, I'm just, it's 
it's eight o'clock at night here for you know this is clearly not going to go live but i'm sitting here watching all the birds coming to nest on the trees and it's uh absolutely perfect beautiful time of night here in gippsland so yeah i just want to share that yeah so well thank you very much for um joining me i'm so 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 pleased and get kicking your goals and we'll keep an eye on you and please share with us anything else you're doing and if anybody out there wants to uh, utilize kate's amazing business please do um, full circle hr and business services and really give us some love because you, you what you really need in your business when it's going like that is somebody who genuinely invests in you so i hope that uh, people you know that implants in people's minds and that you get some uh, further you. customers from that so thank you much appreciated my pleasure and if you're around on the 23rd of may and you want to get out to the gala the pride gala get out yes there because don't it miss it is no don't miss it because it is one hell of a one hell of a hoot it is really really fantastic <laughs> and top class entertainment as well so and if you are an animal lover support big sky sanctuary you can donate on their web page you can donate farm equipment or equipment for the animals or food for the animals or you can do a cash donation they are amazing um, and they could always use a hand so definitely please support big sky sanctuary is it big sky sanctuary or big sky animal sanctuary it's big sky sanctuary online so it's okay. big sky sanctuary it's in stres lecky fantastic all right well Please do support them because uh, we're mad keen animal lovers and I tell you what, if the animals are off the earth, we're screwed and only yep. decent human beings uh, treat animal treat animals well. So uh, please be a decent human. Please give some love to the animals as well. And yes. right, Caitlin, well, I'm going to let you go and go and enjoy the rest of your night. Go enjoy your night. Yes, I'm going to. I'll be able to have dinner now because I've had intense warnings do not bang dishes please while i'm trying to record <laughs> so it'll be fantastic all right well i'll um if i don't catch you before the gala i'll see you then but uh thanks so very much for joining us oh thank you it was an absolute pleasure thank you so much bye thank you wow like i said what an absolute powerhouse i really hope that Caitlin's story has given you some inspiration and some a little bit of bolstered courage to believe that you can go out and do whatever it is that you want to do. She's really making a difference and it, it doesn't take much. It's just that little thing that you want to do and just believe in yourself and get out there and give it a crack and you change lives. You really make a difference. So uh, really, really glad to hear from Caitlin. So anyway, now it's your turn. Catch you soon. Hey, thanks for joining me. It really does mean the world to me. Now, if you or somebody you know is doing amazing things, make sure you send me an email to info at getoffthebench.com.au. That's info at getoffthebench.com.au. Otherwise, head on over to my website at kerenvaughan.com and tinker around there a bit and send me a message. Okay, catch you next week.